Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, and welcome to another unforgettable installment of In Bed with Nick and Megan, starring the magnificent Mr. Nick Offerman. Good evening. And his poor, poor wife, Megan Mullally. <laughs> Today, featuring literally my idol, Miranda July. Woo! Miranda, Hi. I know I accosted you at a function once and made you stand there and listen to how great I think you are for about 30 solid minutes, which is never fun. So thank you for letting me do that. I I only remember the the negative stuff that you said, which is just how my <laughs> brain works. I did call you a dirty whore at one point. So I'm really <laughs> So I, I for me it, for me it was like a traumatic experience, although I realized it was like 90 percent positive 10 percent but all I can recall <laughs> is the point look a little where... constructive criticism never <laughs> hurt anyone <laughs> why are you so sensitive um, <laughs> I just remember you saying some kind of nice gibberish and then saying so what's your deal with not knowing how to pose for pictures um uh, <laughs> did I really say that yeah and I was like She's like, you, you, you said, like, you always look so uncomfortable. And, and I think I was like, well, I am. I don't know how to do it. Oh, my sure. God. Yeah. That's amazing. So I often think of you when I'm having my picture taken, thinking like, well, this is <clears throat> could surely only be better, only be more uncomfortable than oh, the ones no. from before. Um, well, no, I'm don't, sorry. don't worry about it. Um, it I what, apologize. It, it, now I know how to like shake You're... it out. You're a beautiful woman and you have a killer fashion aesthetic and you're very cool. So, so I've got you that. All you need to do is be in front of the camera in order for it to look amazing. You just oh, have to you. be there. Is, see, I, I asked for this. I, I started, I started us out. 
<laughs> but like, you have to redeem yourself. Um, I'm well, wearing... I'm wearing the headphones on only one ear, by the way, because I can't hear myself because my headphones yeah. are so good. So is that yeah. what you're doing now? Well, normally we would do it this is. in person yeah, and you thing. would be okay. in our bed with us. But because of uh, our quarantine, we're not doing this. However, now I'm I'm aflame wanting to know what every single book is on that bookshelf behind you. I literally wish you would take uh, photographs and send oh, them yeah. to me. What if we do a yeah. performance art uh, episode where you and I make ambient sounds and Miranda just calmly reads each book yeah. and each author? Each book title, yes. Yeah, they're also in I front of me. There's that. a shelf in front of me. I could just start reading them. Yeah. Okay, please okay. do. That'll be the whole episode. So anyone who wants to jump off now and click on <laughs> another episode. I have four be- books here, all written by Miranda July. I fancy myself to be an incredible erudite snob when it comes to books. And your four books, pre-ordered the fifth, um, are four of my all-time favorites. And they hold a place of honor on my bookshelves along with my other favorites. And your novel, The First Bad Man, is literally one of my all-time favorite novels. But like with... Lolita and you know wow. the house at Pooh Corner and <laughs> oh yeah I love that. um other classics of literature um I'm Thank so you. excited that you've and you've now compiled everything that you've like all of your pieces but not just um what is your new book that I've pre-ordered right it's I know I realize this is audio so this doesn't help but like it's I hear I'm showing I'm showing it to her now um <laughs> a sneak it's, um, here it is you don't even have to order it now I'll just I'll show you the little thing um I just kind of went through chronologically and just included every almost every single project bit oh that's my so like art installations and everything is in there performances yeah and um audio pieces um all different things because I realize most people I I mean like you most people know like the books and the movies and those are the most accessible works but for me you know just because no one saw the interfaith charity shop that I made yes doesn't mean it it. didn't take (laughs) just as much effort you know um and that's fine like I obviously like things of different scales and different audiences it you know one's not better but it did seem like well maybe it's interesting because they all flow into each other in terms of my life um to show those like maybe now I'm old enough that I could have a a book like this without it, it seeming um, ridiculous. And um, and the whole thing is narrated by my friends and collaborators. So um, it's kind of like an oral history type book because um, I, I got a little worried that like people who knew my work but maybe didn't necessarily buy art books would buy the book and see the boring essay by the curator that's always in a book like this and be like, (laughs) skip, um, and be sort of disappointed, um, (laughs) that, you know, that there was just basically sort of a picture book and, um, not, not that those essays are always boring, but I, I really wanted it to be like a good read. You know, I think the like show person in me was like, can't, 
can't have them bored for a second, you know? Um, and so it's, it's, I kind of modeled it after, um, probably on the shelf. You know, that book Edie by Edie, about Edie Sedgwick. Did you ever read that? That was like all those oral histories. I read it in high school and I, I um, I mean, Edie did like almost nothing and then died. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> she was just like very beautiful and rich and part of Warhol's, um, you know, factory. But, uh, but I thought like, well, if they could do a whole book on her short life, you know, maybe I could pull this together. Oh, I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah, because I know about some of your things, like your chair, the charity shop that you, uh, opened in um self selfridges right yeah in london yeah but i'm dying to see more i yeah. feel like your instagram account is verges on pure performance art it's so Sometimes. great your whole series that you've done with margaret qualley i don't know if nick i don't know if you know about this no i but, don't fill me in well you know who margaret qualley is because she was on the leftovers and other things that we've liked. Yeah. So she, in the world of this piece, um, she and Miranda have been in a long-term committed relationship and it's been pretty fraught. Uh, they have a lot of fun together. They dance and they carry on, but they also, there's some, they've had their troubles <laughs> this is so interesting. Like it's not, <laughs> uh, this is a, a take I haven't, go ahead, keep going. Okay. Don't so this me. is my take on it. Yeah. And then it's culminated in them having a commitment ceremony. Was it called a ha Hazion? Ha Hazion circle. Ha Hazion you know, circle. Nick, the old Hazion. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which they wrote and, uh, well, they, actually they... Jaden Smith gave that to us. Oh, Really? Do you, did oh, you I missed that, that part? Okay, yeah, I missed yeah. that part. Okay. Jaden came in and was like, "Hey, this, I know this ceremony for impossible loves. We're not able to be together. Like it's more of an affair." Um, yeah, and it's... uh and so ultimately we do Jaden's ritual. We actually did it in here, um, and uh, which involves like a silk ribbon and this circle of pennies, um, and it's just like a. a I mean, as he explained it, it's like a ritual for like a love that can't really be, you know, that can't culminate or consummate right. or exist in the world. Yeah. It's so it's so amazing. And it's made me really like want to know a lot more about Margaret Qualley, too. Oh, Is it Qualley great. or Qualley? Qualley. Qualley. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. You have a lot of incredible things like that on your, you're always posting little pieces. Um, one of my favorites was when you, I don't know where you were, but you were somewhere where there was like a little cubby hole way oh, up yeah. by the ceiling my, and you climbed up yeah. and got into it. It's like this little hole <laughs> in the wall, but way up by the ceiling. And she, she gets in there and just stays there. Yeah, that was a real, you know, when like, not to sound super snobby, I've stayed in all different kinds of hotel rooms, but mm -hmm. I, I think this was actually for the Selfridges project, like, because every other time I'd come out, they were happened to be kind of beautiful rooms or just sort of nice. 
I expected, you know, I kept coming from LA to London back and forth. And then this one time, and I didn't realize it was like freeze art week and it was just really hard to get a room. And so when I opened the door, I just kind of died. You know, when you're like, oh no, (laughs) (laughs) like this is, I've gone back like Uh. 20 years and (laughs) even then I would have been depressed here, but now I'm like a fucking asshole, you know, like my attitude (laughs) towards it was so bad. And I did, you know, I, I said, like, is there any way? And they're like, you, you don't understand freeze or, you know, it just really just showed my provinciality that I was even thinking there might be a better room. And so I remember that morning being like, okay, there's something great about this room. What is it? Like you're creative, like find something good and unique about this. And I literally just looked around and then I saw that (laughs) cubby up there and I was like, I'm going to fucking get in that. (laughs) I don't, you know, like I was just like, that'll make it okay. And in in some ways it did, because like I got that piece out of it and I, I, that's what makes me happy. That's what makes you feel okay. And in a hotel room of any level, you know, um, Mm -hmm. is making something that I'm always going to have and that like kind of expresses um, in some very indirect way, like what I'm feeling right then. Um, so yeah, after that, I was like, I'm good. Don't we're in a relationship, me in this hotel room, just leave us <laughs> yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's an element of danger to it. Cause it, it was really up there. Like you really yeah. like climb into yeah. it. Yeah. It was dusty. I was quite sweaty by the time I got up there. I had to like really hike up my skirt. Yeah. Oh. I love that story. I mean, that's, I love the idea of, cause I, I know that feeling well as, as a touring artist when you depend on the comfort of whatever your lodging is, yeah. you're like, okay, I've, I've done this. I have a system in place. So I, I'm scared about playing a show for an audience, but I know when I get to the hotel situation, right comfort begins. And so when you, when you are surprised with discomfort, it does, there is a real asshole feeling of like, Oh my God, I've become so soft. Um, but I love that notion that whatever your circumstance is, if you look around, you just might find a strange cubby that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. So I, I just, before we start talking about you know, current events and those kinds of things. I want to talk about your work a little bit more. Um, so you have three films or now, three features? I mean, I have ones about to come out. Yeah. Uh, Kajillionaire. Yeah. yeah. Let's wait That's, on that one because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Me, You, and Everyone We Know, though, uh, was your first film and... Um, I saw on your Instagram that it was put into the Criterion Collection. That's oh, yeah. so badass. I know. I was so psyched uh, about that. It's sort of like the ultimate film fan award, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And that's um, such a great movie. And The Future is another uh, of your films, and it's also incredible. Um, and then you're, I know you've been working on Kajillionaire for so, so long and you just had the premiere in January and now we're all on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's the deal with that? 
uh, Focus bought it. It's supposed to come out June 19th. Um, I like, there's a beautiful trailer that we're putting the finishing touches on. The soundtrack mm-hmm. album is like, we, we like really went the distance on it. It's all, I think it's all going to be okay in the sense that um, one way or another, people will see this movie and I think it's, it's a pretty okay movie for this moment. You know, I say this as someone who needs a perfect fit in terms of my psyche and whatever I watch, you know, like I'm very (laughs) sensitive and um, I think this one could be okay for now. Um, Mm-hmm. It, it, it's interesting yeah I mean, yeah we've been talking about that because um in our world um we don't we're not sick and we we know people who've had it and uh somebody who i worked with uh several years ago or a few years ago um who was in his 80s passed away mm. last week from it wow. um and the news is gruesome and terrifying and sad and all of those things and yet in our world um everything kind of is going along day to day and so it's easy to just be like well we just watched season two of temptation island you know but we have to bear in mind that even now thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands of people have died. And um, I mean, at this point, thousands of people have died. And uh, people are dying, and people are taking care of people who are dying. And so it's just hard to, yeah. you know, you know, every everything is sort of um, relative a, to yeah, your own a, experience. It's but. a strange tone to achieve. Mm-hmm, and, right. And at the same time, we're creating content that will hopefully alleviate some right. of the stress. And, yeah. I have thought, like, I, I remember watching one of these videos from a doctor, you know, and mm-hmm. him sort of saying, your job, all of you out there, is to, to sustain, to be able to sustain staying apart and inside for as long as we need you to. We'll do this job, you know, right. we'll put these vent, decide who gets ventilators, you do your job. And so I guess in these moments when we aren't, reading the news and like getting the reality through our head it is sort of our our job to um like care for ourselves so that we can do this potentially for a lot longer than we're even thinking you know um Mm -hmm. and and I guess that's that's sort of where I'm at now is like okay how do I sustain myself like what do I need each day to do that so I can also sustain my family, you know, yeah. and then all the people, you know, with their bleak, you know, you get a lot of bleak texts that are like, can you mm-hmm. talk? And you're like, well, actually I can't, like I have, I'm not freaking out right this second. I could be okay to talk to. Um, I, this is like a real week three uh, approach. If you talked to me last week or the yeah. week before, I was definitely still in shock. Um, and I think now I'm like, almost kind of in the frame of mind I am when I'm shooting or something, you know, how you get really like, here's what I eat. Here's how I work out here. You know, it's just like a real small focused world and it, you know, it's not forever, but you know what it takes to be able to do your thing, you know, you know what what it does your world consist of right now. And what are the things that you 
you know, need to do to stay on track? Um, yeah, and I want to hear yours as well. I'm very curious uh, as we're siloed. Um, let's see. I mean, my new thing is that I can write, you know, like the last couple of weeks I've been like, who can write? Who can be creative? You know, not in this time. And like right now my job normally would be to write my next novel. Like that's where my next paycheck is going to come from. And um, so now it's like I get to my office on the, it depends on which shift I have school wise, you know, I write for two hours. I do my workout for half an hour, um, which is really, I've never done a, a workout alone where you like reading a list of things that are all <laughs> like, I would never be able to propel myself this hard normally alone. Yeah. Um, but I really like, if I'm not pouring sweat by the end, then I failed. And I really mm. think, I think I think that I'm like a Navy SEAL when I'm doing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, and then I go home and do my shift, um, or I've started with that shift if, if um, need be. And then later in the day, I get another shift. This is all with the luxury of having my own. I'm in my office right now, um, so that's great. I've never been so glad to have this place. Um, and then I do all my other work, which frankly, is it's it's normal. These are my normal priorities I've just kind of reinstated them and there's about half as much time because there's no school for the child. Um, and then on the weekend I do all the cooking, a whole bunch of cooking and, you know, clean the whole fucking house and like mop while you're mm-hmm. paying the regular house cleaner. Um, mm-hmm. which I think so much, I've never thought so hard about what we pay her and, how it really could yeah. be any amount of money I now realize yeah. would, yeah. would be sort of justified. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then I microdose mushrooms like sort of midway and just like leave the responsible world um, for like half, half a day and the night and the night of sleeping. And then I find I'm kind of like reset to zero for the next week, I'm kind of like, have had a kind of an exhale and like a brain cleanse a bit. Um, Do you microdose only on the weekends or? Yeah. Um, It was something that the first batch I got was something I could have done almost at any time and not even remembered that I did it, you know? I was actually taking them to help me sleep. but for some reason, the second batch is like a little more mushroomy, you know, um, <laughs> uh, which is fine. But I, I can't do I'm like completely useless. I'm not like tripping. I'm just like trying to like put away a fork. And then it's like three hours later and I'm yeah. <laughs> like in the backyard with the fork, you know. Um, <laughs> um, so I've learned to just like if I can declare like a zone of sovereignty to just like lie down and listen to music or whatever. Mm, Yeah. That's good. That is, that sounds really good. You know, we doing this because we're doing podcasts all week. Right. So we're doing like three a day basically. So you're Um, able to compare my system with other people's systems. No, not, we haven't gotten anybody else's system. So you're in a stand, a category of your own, but, uh, it's really helped to 
it feels like a social life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was having Nick, Nick is, I think, for the first time ever really experiencing symptoms of anxiety that he's oh. never really had before, like having trouble sleeping, having weird dreams and feeling weird, just feeling spacey and, and off. Um, but I had been, um, I had had a bad fall and winter, like uh, something anomalous had happened to me and created a bad situation for mm. me in terms of my anxiety. And so I had had my first panic attacks mm. just within the last several months. And then I had been working really hard to get better. And I had actually gotten felt much better. And then two weeks later, this all happened. And I still feel like I'm better than I was, but I, yeah. I was starting to get a lot more, you know, anxiety and that kind of thing. And then since we've been doing the podcasts, I feel like that's lifted a little bit. So I'm going to take that to heart. I, even though I had been, you know, really in touch with a lot of my friends and stuff and making a point of doing that, um, I think there's something to be said for, uh, uh, the having a visual rather than just yeah. texting or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It helps. But we, what have we been doing? I mean, we've been doing this all week, but basically we, well, the, the funny thing is we, we had just this, uh, because we get to like travel and do different exciting jobs, you know, like mm -hmm. go on tour to Australia or go shoot a TV show in London for us, um, and because we both get to be busy like that, w we have to call out vacation time, usually at least mm -hmm. a year in advance. Mm -hmm. We'll right. say like, okay, next January is ours. Right. Everybody can go to hell. And then the most exotic thing for us to do is stay home <laughs> and be boring and do like jigsaw puzzles and listen to audio books. Three dogs, you know, hang out <laughs> with the And do you dogs. do that during, do you call out like January is our vacation time and then you stay home? Yes. Yeah. Oh, amazing. And, and we've got, you know, we've got a couple of puzzles working right now. And <laughs> wow. Well, so the funny thing is that we actually have been preparing for this. Like this right. is what we do anyway. Um and oh, so, that's very sweet. yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we definitely have to learn to shoulder the unrest, the general ennui of the world. Yeah. Just because it's weird. For, it's unnerving for everybody. Well, and our our downtime started on December 18th. So okay. we've been doing this basically right. since December 18th. <laughs> You've been in quarantine since Christmas. <laughs> including, yeah. including a pretty hardcore road trip with all three of our dogs and then yeah. another yeah. couple of trips here and there. Um, Me and Megan, I have to wash my hands for 30 seconds before I can touch Megan. But that's just <laughs> anyway. a household just anyway. rule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just anytime. Um, yeah, so we, so, but, but we kind of, um, we're limiting our news intake because right. ironically in the entire ramp up to this, we specifically me, but then Nick by default had been obsessively watching news. Um, and now we're down to, we'll watch for maybe a half an hour, an hour. We get so much of it on our phones anyway, Right. but we'll just yeah. try to like Rachel Maddow it out. I, I, that was a, this is, that's part of my week three, protocol actually is like 
you don't like you're not in charge of the death count Miranda July like you don't yeah. need to know like each mm. time it's updated like um yeah. like you just need to know like okay now we wear face masks out in the world you know right. like make it out of a scarf good good to know mm-hmm. um and yeah just the general tilt of things but not i mean it's kind of it, like during um like right after trump was elected in terms of like i remember like not being able to stop you know like the yeah. horror show like yeah. you can't look away but you know mm-hmm. you're not you can't sleep because of it and um I think, yeah, so now I'm on a very spare diet of that. Yeah, we're, we're rationing also. Uh, and I agree because you need to know you got to get the bullet points. And then beyond that, there's not that much that we can really personally do about it at this moment in time, except, you know, as they say in uh, Taoist thought, the superior man perfects his own sphere Right. Because, you know, until you've kind of tried to make yourself um, and your own, you know, day-to-day world as best as it can be, you can't really help other people as uh, to any great degree. This Dow this lady makes good sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's really cute, yeah. Real, real cute. Um, so yeah, and and you were talking about reading. I I haven't really been able to read. And I'm a like I said, I'm a big reader, yeah. and I haven't really been able to read for a while. But uh, I'm getting now to the point where I've decided. Okay, I'm going to start. I have a couple of graphic novels that are really good, like Chris Ware and yeah. Nick Dranazzo, and you know. So I'm in a I'm going to start with a graphic novel, yeah, which is weird smart. for me because I, well, I've been listening to books on Audible. Uh-huh. So that's, um, I've listened to a lot of books actually, but I haven't been able to re- like really read hard copy for a while because my focus was weird. Yeah, I've been in a good run of reading my child, like my favorite books from my childhood, which are seem to all be about orphan girls um yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and we're currently reading the little princess did either of you read that yes you know that? i love the little princess yeah. oh my god I love it too. yeah are you kidding it's so and so i i i've my life has now gotten to the point where like i i look for that's like the highlight of my day is us reading the little princess and it's so i mean it is so dramatic that book you know, the turns mm. of fortune and, you know, um, yeah, I just realized it's, it's, it's a little like Dickens light or something, mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah. um, and, uh, oh, it's great. So I'm, I'm actually like, have to really plan out what, what we're going to go to after that, because I guess the secret garden, um, because I don't, that's like sort of the linchpin of my whole life. <laughs> Right yeah, now. that's that book was very yeah. important to me as a child. I love that. Yeah. But I never read The Secret Garden, so I'm actually writing yeah. that down. It's a little less it's it's almost like replace the thrill of interior decoration that happens um in The Little mm-hmm. Princess with <laughs> the thrill of gardening. Um <laughs> which depending on your temperament, you know, yeah. can be a little harder to get into. Um but I don't mean, you know, it's good. I'm going to, I'm going to get what in. books. What other books did you read when you were a kid? Um, well, a, a big one that no one's ever heard of that, that we read before a little princess is a um, Mandy. 
What's this? No. Okay. Also about an orphan. Um, she, uh, very bereft little girls was kind of my, my my Bible. Um, just stock and uh, trade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it weirdly it's by Julie Andrews, um, sound of music. Yeah. But it's great. I think my whole, like my husband was overhearing me read some of it and he was like, oh, wow. Okay. Actually your whole deal, your whole worldview can really (laughs) be (laughs) discovered through this book. Like it's just all right there. Like you really didn't evolve past this basic framework (laughs) of like, I will survive by living in a fantasy and maybe one day someone will save me. You know, we'll enter that fantasy and come and save me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad way to go. I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, anything else? Did you, did you uh, read, uh, did you like mysteries or anything like that? Um, I think it's like, I'm now thinking of like Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. I think whenever I read those books, I was sort of like putting on a show. Like I thought mm. it might look mm-hmm. like cute if I was reading those books that were all you know but they weren't actually good um I read uh, all the Ray Bradbury books when I was a kid those were great um but I I most of course remember the illustrated man Mm oh what about the uh I've hadn't thought of this for many a long time since then but I read the the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew books um is it Nancy or Nancy? It's Nancy. Na- Nancy. Yeah. No, you had it right. Um, and we had a series of books that was even pr- like predated that age-wise called Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, yeah. No, he's after that. Oh, he's after the Hardy Brown Boys? Encyclopedia Brown is after. He's, yeah. And I, we should pretend we don't even know who the Hardy Boys are. What boys are these? Right. <laughs> these Hardy oh, yeah. Boys. We only know about Encyclopedia Brown, who's like. And his nemesis, Bugs Meany, I believe. <laughs> It's good those names stick with you. Yeah. At any given <laughs> moment, you might <laughs> encounter bugs. Yeah. I read all the Agatha Christie books when I was a kid, too. Oh. But I, I, my parents had um, all those Charles Adams, Adams family, like oh, all those. All those right. mm, so I was kind of that's obsessed cool. with, with all of the, that's how I, I think my first ex, exposure to that kind of like dark, humor right yeah my parents were very snobby so it was things had to be of a certain caliber which is like actually pretty random it just had to be that they had heard of it um Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) to like enter our house yeah I I end up feeling like I missed out on a lot of good things where did you grow up in Berkeley oh cool yeah I love the California girls there's so many good ones (laughs) <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, well, I was born in Los Angeles, but I grew up, uh, you know, like kindergarten through high school in Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Nick grew yeah. up in a small town outside of Chicago called Manuka, wow. like basically a farm town, you know. Wow. Um, and we have an age difference. Nick is much older. Not really. And <laughs> so... Even though his town was really different from Oklahoma City, uh, there are they bear some similarities in terms of just the the vibe and kind of the lack of anything to do and you know, right, <laughs> that kind right. of stuff. Is there really an age difference between you two? 
Mm-hmm. He's um, not 12, but 11 and a half years younger than me. Oh. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe really... 11 and five eighths, if I'm being completely honest. That's sexy. It really is. It's, wor- it's working out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what kinds of things, like in a non-quarantine world, like what are your favorite dream things to do just any even just simple things you know or not um or you know traveling or all I ever want is to have finished enough of my work that I don't feel guilty and then be able to hang out with like one of two or three friends who are Mm -hmm. women alone and I need the amount of time with them to be really long, like five hours, maybe. Um, mm. And uh, and so, and then we need to like talk about everything and eat a lot and um, <laughs> have it be a kind of high, low, like superficial topics and the heart of everything. And like, usually there's crying and revelation and um, <laughs> like that. That to me is sort of the gold. And um, and if you're having that and you've been doing your work, then it's like all is well, mm, well enough. That's you so know? great. That is the best answer. has such great specificity. Uh-huh. And it's so true, like, because that's such a weird thing you can't, as an adult, you can't really ask for. Like, I want to feel... I want to feel comforted that I've got enough of my work done that I don't feel guilty. And then I get to spend about five hours with very good <laughs> so friends. good, yeah. That it, description just really hits the spot of the perfect time spent with a woman friend. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency creates personalized anti-aging formulas that smooth fine lines, lighten dark spots, and improve the appearance of dark circles. Each formula is tailored to you and prescribed by a licensed dermatology provider. Formulas are customized with clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than retinol. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Now I just want to know what you like because I want to do all the things that you do. But um, oh, I was so excited that, you know, you were doing the podcast and I was so excited when we met. And, you know, I just really um, anyway. OK, enough. But, yeah, it's really, really. Incredible. And I want I, I really want to go to one of your girl parties. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, I feel like you were going to yeah. be able to come to the one that was supposed to be. Right. I was, yeah, and then we had to cancel it because right. of this. 
because of the virus. But I think you would really like it because it's, uh, especially (laughs) hearing your definition of your favorite ideal thing to do. I mean, you'd be in your element at girls' night because it's the thing that's so interesting to me, and I, you'll you'll probably get this. Is just that we're not doing, we're not sitting in a circle and you know talking about you know being raped. I mean, we're we're it's just a party, yeah. Except it's all women, and yet by the end of the night, every single person is kind of in in an orbit of ecstasy. Yeah. It's just really alchemical. Um, it's been sort of the most, like, I'm, I'm very happy about it because I wanted to do it for 15 years and then I finally started doing it just this last year. That's great. I really, yeah. it's, um, I get it. It's, it sounds like the greatest thing to me. Yeah. It's it a really good like mix the of people. The best. <laughs> <laughs> the people who go to it seem to have the greatest time. <laughs> what do you do on those nights? He's do been you, out of town when I had him. Yeah. yeah I've been, well, that's good. Aw, poor Nikki. I, I have no complaints. I've, I've, I'm thrilled. And it, uh, and frankly, it's it sounds really powerful and gorgeous and i'm really glad that they happen yeah Yeah, me too i'll happily even if i was home um i will go hide in my cave so can i ask you some of your favorites in other categories like movies i know i hate hate it too um (laughs) but if you they don't have to be all-time favorites we're not nobody's um right you know they're not set in stone but just whatever comes to mind is like favorite movies or um, yeah i know i'm not great like i'm not a cinephile so i um, okay well then let's have that i mean i can have i have my answers that i trot out but they Mm -hmm. don't do me any favors really okay Um, well then we'll skip it (laughs) what about what about books um yeah i mean outside of your childhood favorites yeah i should be able given that they're right here like, to be honest, like, you know, I'm writing right now, so I'm somewhat careful about what I read. And um, I'm reading, what is her name? Uh, I read a lot of Alice Munro when I'm writing. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, actually, similarly, uh, Frank O'Connor, that Irish short story oh, writer. Oh, I love, um, yes. <laughs> and, like, these are sort of, like, they're not, like, the hippest people in, mm-hmm. in the world, but they're really... Um, good storytellers, and the, and mm-hmm. I I think at a time when you don't want a ton of style in your mind. I mean, both have great style, but like if I'm reading Sheila Hetty or Lydia mm-hmm. Davis or even Laurie Moore or someone like that, some um, Rachel Cusk, like you kind of get. I love all those people, just but it's a little some of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> good, yeah. I love um, I love um. Sheila Hetty, but I love Rachel Cusk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. And but, Moore. but I I read Rachel Cusk and I'm like I'm I, and I am Rachel Cusk. Like I become <laughs> and she has that that special trick. Sheila has that too where you're like, "Well, this is easy. You just write <laughs> you just write whatever whoever you were just hanging out with, you just write that down, you know?" <laughs> right. Um, one that, of my all-time yeah. favorite books right up there with The First Bad Man is um Can't and Won't by Lydia Davis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. 
that book kind of blew my mind and I didn't read it until about five years ago. Yeah. She's so great uh, too. Similar though. You're like, gosh, and it only needs to be like three sentences. Yeah, it's just, it's one sentence. You know, (laughs) because she writes very, very short things. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, the reason right now I'm in the kind of Frank O'Connor, Alice Monroe world, it's just, just to have this sort of like base level of an understanding of what storytelling is um, and the kind of surprises and twists of that. It helps me. I feel like I, I understand the ground I'm walking on. And then from there, I can be the, have the style or the invention, you know, like it, mm-hmm. um, or try. Yeah. Are you, are you working on a book right now? Yes. Yeah. That's, I'm writing a, Fiction. a novel that, that <gasps> always feels like it should be in heavy oh, quotes. Cause like, so what? Hoping. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm but so I, excited. Early days. But I, I, I try to alternate between a movie and a book because mm-hmm. otherwise I would never, I would, it'd be too long. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they all take so long that you're like, oh gosh, am I even still a writer if I don't write another book now, you know? So mm-hmm. you don't want your card, your membership card taken away. It's so great that you can do so many things so well. Um, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to look on my little You're going to have to go back bookies. through and cut out all this praise you do you make sure that happens no I can't because I want people who don't understand I want to convert as many people as possible to my are you looking at your phone I'm looking at my phone at my (laughs) she loves me but like I don't fully hold her interest yeah (laughs) I'm texting someone right now can you just hold on for a second um I'm looking at my list of books because, um, well, anyway, no, I'll, I don't know. We don't need to, Yeah, I have books that I want to, that I love that I want to send you just in case on the outside chance that you you have. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm listening more than, um, hard copy reading right now, but, um, one of the mm, books that we, we listened to on our road trip that was really good was Disappearing Earth by Julia Phillips. Oh, yeah. Right. But, yeah, yeah. and I think that um, that you might like that one. Oh, right, um, and we all love George Saunders, too. That's a point. Yeah, I was going we we to yeah. say George a minute ago. Uh, Who, uh, I asked him for any special secret hellos, and he said to just say hi and that you're amazing. Oh, gosh, that's nice. So did yeah. you read the friend? The friend? Did you read that one by Sigrid the, Nunez? No. Mm, that's a goodie. I think you'd like that one. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna send you a little list of things yeah, because be you probably read a lot of them. But a lot of I because I read a lot of women writers, not but on purpose, but just it seems like those are the ones I like the best a lot of the time. Yeah. It seems like they're good at writing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so many good women writers now. Oh my God. It's crazy. Um, okay. What else? Any other favorites in the world of the arts that we should, meaning me, know about? Oh, um, been listening to a lot of Angel Olsen. Ooh. You know her? Good. No. She's great. We could deep dive into that. Okay. Um, I love that in your um, ceremony with Margaret Qualley on Instagram, the 
you you have Sharon Sharon Van Etten yeah. writes the song for their ceremony and it's called Holy Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, yeah, no, she she was uh she's great too and I was listening to a lot of her music and asked her if if we could do this song in like two days. And I just, then I just came over and just sat there and watched her and every once in a while she'd turn and look at me and be like, this is really surreal. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you know her before? Not at all. I just DM'd her. Oh, and great. And she was like, yes. And I was like, there's a catch. Like, we need to be done like Wednesday. Yeah, yeah you, listen um, to mu- you listen to music a lot. What other music yeah. do you, are you into? Um, gosh, now I see why you're looking at your phone i know well i have <laughs> isn't it funny how like we don't well i panic when somebody asks me for a name I know, and right? I blank yeah yeah okay i mean in this current playlist the kinks tyler the creator sampha perfume genius dua soleil yeah a lot of old stuff can the raincoats velvet underground sabina how do you say her name? Skubada? Skuba? Skuba? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know her stuff? Mm-mm. Yeah. And she's doing a lot of stuff on Instagram, a lot of, a lot, a lot of live. How do you, what's her what's last name? Um, S-C-I-U-B-B-A. I'm always looking for stuff for the band because we do all covers. So oh, right. um, I always like to get new, new people going. Yeah. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. All right. What haven't we talked about? Uh, I would ask you just, um, you know, outside the the image I have of you is this like consummate, you know, uh, visionary. And so I'm curious if you have anything in your daily life that that is your your obsession or your jam that's not associated with the arts. Like, do you yeah, have a, fasc- yeah. a fascination that's more um, surprising well, than all? I mean, not surprisingly, clothes, right? I love clothes. And I always think of that as, like, just a pure pleasure thing. Um, and, and you're a big vintage person, yeah. which I love, too. Yeah, yeah. So I can definitely, like, fall down a like an eBay, Etsy wormhole looking (laughs) for certain, often I just like, I'll start out with like YSL vintage women's suit small, you know, and then I'll just Mm -hmm. kind of go like something that you're really just not going to find. Although I have, um, Mm -hmm. uh, and then go from there, you know, um, (laughs) uh, and then, I mean, the, the truth is I, I have, 
like I always want to watch like the the trashiest thing. <laughs> um, like I yeah, don't. Um, we do too. Yeah, like I. So I don't like what. So in this book, um, the monograph, my friends kind of had free reign with what they wanted to say, but then of course I got to decide whether I wanted to to go to print right um and uh i let there's one that i down to the last minute of it being printed i like went back and forth on um this friend who's like we're not even really friends anymore so i think she was a little bit just wanting to like tell the world who i really am you know (laughs) and she writes what she really enjoys is the most base thing like when we were younger, she liked to come to my apartment and watch a reality show and read the shittiest magazines like us and people or for her birthday, what she wanted was for us to see. He's just not that into you. <laughs> <laughs> she loves the mundane sort of shallow nonsense thing that's so removed from yeah. the kind of things you write. So I guess that's, yeah. Well, yeah. when I said we're that right we we just yeah. watched season two of Temptation Island, um, that's true. And right. I must, I'm afraid I must insist that you watch Temptation Island. Okay. Okay. I know I'm not good <laughs> with the long, like I'm better at a movie oh, than okay. at an ongoing. Yeah. Um, did you see that documentary this last year called Honeyland? Oh, no, that was... Oh, gosh, I think you would really love that. really good. It was nominated for um, an Academy Award in two categories. So it was nominated for international film and for documentary. Right, I noticed that. Yeah, it was neon. Yeah, it's so good. I think, to me, it's... It's it's nothing like anything that I've ever seen before or Mm. even really imagined particularly. And it's so... forgettable because of that um and then the one that won this year is great american factory oh right yeah i know we're we have some problem whereby if it's a screener (laughs) which is all movies you know yeah um, we can't we it somehow become like we just can't open that box with the screeners Mm -hmm. yeah not know what happens there yeah. Um, well, you can get these just, they're streaming, I know. you know. Yeah, now they're streaming and now, therefore, we can watch them. Yeah. yeah. Of your own volition. That's yeah, the exactly. Thing, that That's it. The screeners... We can pay to watch them. We just want right. to pay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, it's been so, so nice talking to you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really nice. What a treat. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank I... you for coming on the show. Yeah, this was the very social for me. Yeah, this is this, a huge. Yeah, it's yeah. good for our souls. Well, you've been listening to In Bed with Nick and Megan featuring the incredible Miranda July. Good night. Good night. In Bed with Nick and Megan is an Earwolf production. It's produced by Megan Mullally, Kevin Bartelt, and Michael Landry. Executive produced by Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon. Music by Nancy and Beth, which can be found at www.nancyandbeth.com. If you enjoyed In Bed with Nick and Megan, make sure to rate it and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Ask Sherwin-Williams and get 30% off Duration and Super Deck products May 17th through the 20th. 
That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency creates personalized anti-aging formulas that smooth fine lines, lighten dark spots, and improve the appearance of dark circles. Each formula is tailored to you and prescribed by a licensed dermatology provider. Formulas are customized with clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than retinol. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.